Samsung's unveiled its Galaxy S21 family of smartphones. Biggest innovation, maybe it's new, lower price. But we'll get to everything announced. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to discuss all the details of Samsung's latest is our mobile expert, Shar Tipkin. Welcome, Shar. Thanks for having me. So Samsung had its big unpacked event earlier today, and run us through what, what for you is the biggest standout feature for this new flagship phone. What we've seen is uh, three new Galaxy S21 models. Um, you know, For the most part, these are kind of refinements from what we saw last year. Uh, Samsung did redesign them, which it said is pretty notable. But um, kind of the most notable thing, which you mentioned, is the price. Um, you don't have to pay $1,000 anymore to get the entry-level phone in Samsung's flagship lineup. Uh, this year, it starts at 800 for the Galaxy S21. Uh, last year, it was $1,000 for the S20. So, you know, that's just a huge change and is probably something that will help Samsung attract more buyers. Yeah, it's, I guess it's not a coincidence that Apple has sort of gone through a similar pricing scheme change. The $700, the baseline iPhone 12 model, which iPhone 12 mini model, which wasn't really like the true flagship um, kind of brought the pricing scheme down a little bit. Now Samsung is kind of lined up with that. Yeah, yeah, kind of. So, you know, they're they're first the Galaxy S21 is $800. Um, you know, basically this they what they told me was this is the pricing that they had been aiming for for a long time. The issue is when you have new technology like 5G, um, some of this display technology, the camera technology, when it first comes out, it's really expensive. Um, you know, so it, it, that was kind of a way that they justified that $1,000 pricing before, was that the technology was new and it was pricey. Um, but the reality is um, those aren't as expensive anymore. And then the other reality is we're in a pandemic and nobody is wanting to spend that much money on phones. Um, you know, if people are buying electronics right now, they're mostly buying computers or webcams, um, or at least they were last year. Uh, you know, Samsung's kind of hoping that like now, you know, kind of with this lower pricing, it's going to make its flagship line more accessible for people. Um, you know, it also has its FE, Galaxy S20 FE that came out later last year that was, you know, part of the flagship lineup kind of, but it came out later. It was cheaper. It was colorful. Um, you know, we should still see more of these later. Um, but by kind of bringing down the price of its flagship line, it's really kind of trying to attract people to these new devices now. Right. Now, beyond the price, which is notable, and I do appreciate that Samsung acknowledges that there is a pandemic out there and people don't have as much to spend as they used to. Uh, beyond the price, what are some of the standout features for this phone? Uh, Samsung did a lot with the camera to, uh, you know, kind of refine what they had before. So they've always had this like crazy space zoom for the past, um, you know, year or so where you could zoom in like a hundred X and, um, you know, it sounded awesome. And then in practice, it was just unusable. Uh, you couldn't hold still long enough to like focus on anything. They now have like this sort of like zoom lock. So when you want to use the far zoom, uh, it will actually like lock on a boat or whatever it is you're trying to shoot. And it'll be a lot clearer. Um, you know, they have a new like director's view so you can see, um, more pictures at the same time. You can kind of see what it looked like from every lens. Um, you know, they have a vlogger view where it records uh, the front facing camera 
camera and the back facing camera at the same time. So you could be like, you know, doing a video stream and it could show yourself and, you know, the environment or the person you're talking to, you know, so there were, those were some differences they made, you know, also improving, you know, things that are important, like night mode and, you know, other features, but kind of the other huge notable thing with the S21 lineup is the S pen. Um, you know, this has been in the note since the beginning of the note, and it hasn't worked with any of Samsung's galaxy S phones before. Uh, so the S pen will work with the galaxy S 21 ultra. Um, it doesn't actually go in the phone. It's an accessory that you buy separately. Um, it doesn't have some of the things that you can do with the note S pen either, like gestures or quick launching things. It's basically just a stylus that you can buy for this device, but it's really notable that it's finally coming to the S line. Yeah. For a long time, that was really the, the one big differentiating factor between the note and the S line. Does that, I mean, there are obviously rumors out there that the Note might go away. Do you think the S Pen coming to the Ultra line hastens that or, or confirms that? What, what are you What are you thinking about where the future of the Note line goes? Samsung has kind of always positioned the Note line as its best of the best, or at least like that's kind of what it was originally. That's not the case anymore. Uh, its best of the best, most premium products now are its foldables. Uh, the problem is those are still too expensive and inaccessible for most people. Um, you know, I think Samsung could eventually get rid of the Note line, uh, but you know, Samsung tends to go more, uh, you know, have more options as opposed to kind of. Uh, like reducing the the number of phones it has. Um, I think we'll probably still see another note this year. I don't think that it's going to go away right now, maybe in a year or two. Um, you know, maybe they'll integrate the S Pen into the Galaxy S where they kind of just like merge into one super phone. Um, but, you know, Samsung talks consistently and repeatedly for as long as I've covered it, that it wants to give people choice. It doesn't want to limit people in uh, what kind of phone that they can buy. So, you know, as long as there are people buying phones with a stylus, it'll probably keep making phones with a stylus. And beyond the S Pen compatibility and the camera, what are some other features? I know they, they've got this new design that they call a contour cut around the camera. They seem really proud of that. What What is that? <laughs> uh, basically, it's a metal... Uh, edge, I guess, around the camera. It kind of like, it almost looks like a frame around the camera lens on the back. Um, you know, obviously I have not seen this in person yet since, um, you know, I and staying at home in San Francisco. <laughs> but, um, you know, it'll be really interesting once, um, our reviewers, once CNET gets their hands on this to really, um, you know, talk about what that is. And, you know, if it is kind of this big design change that, Samsung touted, or if it's kind of just like something that makes the camera lens bulky and a even bigger pain to just like set on the table than it was before. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem really with all these premium phones are the chunky camera mounts. I mean, I, I looked at the phone from the unpacked presentation and to be honest, like after looking at the, the design and the features, nothing really stood out to me. The price, like you said, was probably the biggest feature. Um, but it, everything else felt kind of like an incremental upgrade, right? Yeah. I mean, I think they're trying to position it that that's not the case, but that was kind of my takeaway also that, you know, it was really cool when they came out with space zoom first, it was like, oh wow, look, you can do a hundred X zoom or, um, you know, like, oh great. They had the first, one of the first 5g phones in the world. 
Well, you know, that was great at the beginning, but they really didn't work that well in practice, you know? So it was something that was like cool and buzzy and we were talking about it, but now it's at the point where like, Hey, these actually might work pretty well. Um, you know, this uses Qualcomm Snapdragon 888 processor and it has its new modem in it. And the benefits that you'll see from that are also huge. You know, this is going to be the fastest, you know, 5G phones out there. Um, you know, T-Mobile will be able to kind of tap into both kinds of 5G it has and make make that experience a lot faster for its users. So, you know, with these phones, you know, 5G could actually become noticeably different for a lot of people. Um, you know, so there's kind of a lot of things that like Samsung refined and did to really make this phone, you know, just a much better phone than what we've seen you know, last year or the year before. Yeah, I kind of see it as a as comparable to the way I, the iPhones sequence, right? You've got the iPhone 10, which is great. It's got all the new bells and whistles, but then a lot of folks actually tend to wait for like that 10s because a lot of the refinements are put in and like all the the early pain of new technology gets kind of smoothed away. And this is, I guess this is what this year is like for Samsung, right? Kind of. I mean, I think that we've been in like S years for both Samsung and Apple for like, many years in a row, you know, like the iPhone 12 this year was a big change design wise had 5g, but Samsung or sorry, but Apple had basically had the same design for like three years in a row. It was, you know, they were not on an S cycle really anymore. Um, you know, and Samsung's kind of the same. It's like, you know, we really are at the point where what more can you do with these phones the way they are? Um, you know, there's not a lot of things you can do design wise, like, okay, great. You can have this like contoured, uh, you know, brightly colored edge, you know, on this Samsung phone or, oh, you can make this corners of the phone squared instead of rounded or, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, really the big innovations in phones are foldables, eventually rollables, um, you know, these sort of things that we're seeing, you know, that's really kind of the way that you get like huge changes in phones now. Yes, I know for one, I am super excited about rollable phones. Shara, thanks for your time. You can check out all of our Galaxy S21 coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.